Welcome back to Penguin Stuff. I'm Andrew. And I'm Jim. And if he looks or sounds depressed, it's because he gets punishment this week. <laughs> so, the games this week were horrid, for the most part. That's not what Sully said. Coach Sullivan was saying that the team played very, very well. They just didn't get the results they were looking for. No, that's what I'm. That's what I was saying. Like the okay. results, just oh, we'll continue. Just bite your tongue. I'm sorry. Shh. Dead air is never good on radio. Shh. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. So let's start with the projections. I guess that we had for last week. Okay. If you guys are new, I'm sorry. I'm not explaining everything. Go listen to the previous podcasts. And then oh no, explain here. it. Okay, so we are. Pro- <clears throat> So let's start with the projections for this week. Uh, so for those of you who are new here at our podcast, we are projecting the outcomes of the week of the games. And basically all that matters is the record that we end up with, like if we win or lose the game. It doesn't matter the score. The score is just for fun, I guess. We're just picking the winners. Just picking the winners, yeah. And so uh, last week's games, I had Florida losing to Pittsburgh. Three to one. Yep. I had Pittsburgh beating Tampa three to two in overtime, and I had the Penguins beating Dallas five to one. Okay. None of which happened, except the Dallas. Except the Dallas game. Yes. My record took a beating because of that. And my predictions were Pens over Florida, uh, Bolts over Pittsburgh, and the Pens over Dallas. So I went two and one. Andrew went one and two. You also get a. I think you should get a bonus because you projected the Bolts score correctly. Oh, that's true. I did. I did. I think if you project the score the correct correctly, score, you should get a bonus two points maybe. Bonus one point. An extra point. An extra point. Add it to the, the right, like an overtime loss. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Sense. Okay, yeah. That's cool. I'll take that, actually. Yeah. So that gives me 11 points and you 14. So I'm only three points behind yep. you then. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. Okay, so are you ready for your punishment? Yeah. So you guys can't see it, but we're putting duct tape on your arm and ripping the hair off. i got to find a nice use. hairy spot, too. You're not going to find that on my neck. Should I go to the back of your neck? Hey, that would be fine with me. No, I know. we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that because that, that would be way too painful. I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Okay, ready? Here we go. No, 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 no. no. Just pick up. no, no what are you doing? Gotta get nice. Oh come on! I'm a nice guy. I don't. I did that to you. It's only okay. Three. Gotta get it. Three, two, one. Ooh, that wasn't actually that bad. Oh, dude, I took off a lot more. You took off a lot more hair off me than I did. You're also hairier on me. You think I got hairier arms than you do? Oh, I do. I do. Thank you. Mine are mine's longer. Longer, yeah, and and more lush. So we're gonna have to. We might have to do your like shin. Next time, because you got much hairier legs than I do. my thighs. I don't really want to see that. Thank you. It looks like your arm <clears throat> on my leg. Yeah. Okay, so. Anyway. Uh, predictions were good for me this week. Not so good for Andrew. No, um, I'm we'll still get, winning. We'll get, to the, we'll get to the predictions for next week. I forgot to do those, so I'm going to be got, coming up with them on the fly. Okay, so we've got, we actually got three games coming up this week. Yes, sir. Two home games against Philly and Edmonton, and then at Boston on Monday. Um, so we'll we'll it's talk about It's actually a rough those. schedule. It, Both all um, three of those teams have been playing yeah, decent. They have, and so it'll be interesting to see um, see what happens here. But let's talk about these three games this week. Um, first game was Florida. Uh, Florida beating in in Florida. 
To be honest, Murray had a really good game. Oh, he did have a really good game. In fact, the I, defense didn't show up, and too many turnovers, rebounds. Well, and Bobrovsky was insane. Free entries, yeah. We had a couple breakaways against Bob, but we couldn't get the goal. We couldn't get oh, the puck past advantages. him, yeah. So, um, but honestly, this team, Panthers team, is really playing surprisingly well this season from what people thought they would do. Yes. Um, they got Sergei Bobrovsky, and he's, you know, they're, I guess they're thinking that they're just with the addition of the one goaltender that that's going to change everything for them. It may, it may not. We don't know. It's still we'll early, see. honestly. It was a hard-fought game, I thought, thought for the first well, period and a half. Um, honestly, the whole thing was pretty hard fought yeah um but the, the thing the thing that was disconcerting and, and i know you said that murray had a good game um with the exception the first of the first goal where he uh he blocked he blocked the shot i guess it went up off his stick went straight up and he lost it in the lights or something but it went right over his head and he bent down because he didn't know where it was which is goalie's supposed to do and he backed up, he backed up and, the, and the puck hit him right between a three and a zero on the back of his jersey and went right in the net. And so, <clears throat> yeah, that was uh, it's kind of a, one of those moments you want to forget. Uh, I mean, most of uh, the third goal, I think, or the second, the third one looked like it was like a horrible play by him, but it was redirected like three times in front of the net. Yes. Twice. Yes. He just went straight through his five hole. And the second one was kind of weak. Like, he wasn't pressed up against the post. Right. It's tight, but still. So, yeah. um, but uh, the Gensel Bluger goal that tied it at one. That was gorgeous. It was very nice. They got in on an odd man break, and uh, Bluger brought it in, passed it to Gensel, who passed it right back to Bluger. And Gensel had so many good-looking plays in that game. Yeah. He had a lot of nice passes Yeah, but, stuff. but you know, only the only – well, I guess he had the – he had the other assist on the Hornquist goal too, yeah. but um, but yeah, but now here's here's the thing, uh, tied at one, two minutes left in the second period, uh, Latang makes a pass up the wing out of his zone, from actually from behind his goal line, to I think it was Tanev, Tanev couldn't receive the pass, and he tried to kick it to Bluger who was running up ice thinking that Tanev was going to catch the pass. So the pucks doesn't get out of the zone. It sits there, and then that's when they scored their second goal, and that really shouldn't yeah. happen. That Turnovers. Was, that was one of those, what I said. and that was unforced error, literally. I mean, if, if a guy makes a good defensive play, you turn the puck over and they score, okay, I'll give that to you. But that's something that should not happen. Nope. I mean, I don't have a lot to say left, but you have. <laughs> you have stuff. Um, Continue. I think in the third period there was a there was a good push by the Pens there near the end. Uh, yeah. They had a couple of chances to tie the game up, but they couldn't get it done. Um, then the the goal you were talking about, where it was deflected a couple of times and went through Murray. Um, I don't think that was Muzz's fault at all. I don't think there's too many goalies in the well, league that would have stopped that. When you get uh, a good shot from the point and there's plenty of traffic in front of the net. You're not going to be able to see it, let alone stop it. Right. Unless it magically hits you in the uh, pad somewhere. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Hits you. Um, Trust me, I know. I'm a goaltender. You are? Yeah. Hmm. 
Previous life. In your dreams? Previous life. Oh, okay. Previous life. Um, but the Panthers go up by two. But then a, mi- a minute later, that goal, that second goal that uh, Jake uh, Gensel, just a gorgeous feed to Hornquist to cut it to one. Um, and, and honestly, uh, at that point, I think the Pens were still in the game and they were fighting for it. Yep. They pulled the goalie with, I think, two and a half minutes left, um, trying to get the equalizer. Didn't happen. They got an empty net goal. Good defensive passing on the empty net one. Yeah, the yeah, for the Pan- for the Panthers. Yeah. Uh, again, like I was saying earlier, Sullivan was saying after this game that he likes the way the team was playing, and and really all week, even after the the uh, Tampa Bay game, which we'll be talking about here in just a second, he thought that the team played well, that they made, and he, he's a fan, and he's a fan of saying we're playing the game the right way, and that's great, but if if you're if you're playing the game the right way, uh, but not getting wins, uh, then problem. I mean I don't don't play the game the wrong way. Obviously, you don't you want to cheat, but um, maybe there's something else that needs to happen to to make it happen, to to get it going. Um, that was our third straight loss. Second second straight loss, and then we went to Tampa. Yep. Second game of the week. Oh wait, we forgot the player of the game. We always, oh, you, you always do this. I always do you just that. jump. Oh, Gensel. Let, let me jump. Let me jump. I also have Jake Gensel. Yeah, I J- have Jake Gensel. Jake Gensel for Jake player Gensel. of the game. Jake Gensel for sure. All right, Jake. 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 Game two. Pittsburgh traveling, not very far to Tampa Bay from Fort Lauderdale. Is that where the Florida plays? Miami. Miami. They play Miami. They play in Miami. Well then, <laughs> I'm stupid. Okay. A game where we definitely should have won in Tampa. Well, I got a lot to say about this game, by the way. There's a lot. There's a lot happened yeah. in this game. I probably have a lot more. I have a more too because I was actually watching this game. <laughs> this was a really good game. It was a well fought game. And I honestly thought that the Pens were going to win this one, even though I picked against them in my predictions. Yeah, I thought they were going to win uh, because I thought after the way they played in Florida that the team was going to bounce back um, and play. And they did. They played well. Uh, played very strong. Christian Jari was outstanding. On his top of his head. Outstanding. Crazy. Um, the first goal was uh, deflected past him. Yep. So was, um, there were a few. There were there was the Lafferty got a shorthanded breakaway, but Vasilev- Lafferty had a couple breakaways in this game. Yeah, Vasilevsky was standing on his head, made a great save at that point. So at the end of one, it was one nothing bolts. But the second period was all Penguins. Well, mostly Penguins. Well, yeah. Tampa had a couple pushes. Good tries. Yeah. But almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. So, yeah. Fortunately, not hockey. Not hockey. Um, can we talk about the Tanev goal, please? Can we talk about it? I don't know. Can we? Yeah, we can. Okay, then we will. Um, I Do think this be... goal, this... this uh, this section of play by Tanev is kind of a microcosm of his entire year so far. Can I don't I, know what can, that means. Can I use that big word? No. It means that in that like 12-second span, you saw everything that Tanev has been doing so far this season. Okie dokie. Okay. So Tanev gets the puck near the right point, and he skates in around on the left side. Um, tough angle shot. He takes the shot. He hits the side of the net. 
He gets his. He he follows his shot, which I like because there were. Ooh, oh, we'll get back to that. Okay, that which is one. which is awesome. He followed his shot. He got the puck back. He took it around the back of the neck. He's coming up, looking like he was maybe going to the point on his forehand. Stopped, turned back on his backhand, and and flipped it um, past Vasilevsky. And I mean, it was like Vasilev- Vasilevsky Ooh. never moved. Getting chills. Actually, he went down. He, then- I mean, he went he went down thinking he was going to shoot it because uh, he had a defender in front of him. Mm-hmm. But he brought it back and he he flipped that puck on the backhand up. I mean, just straight up to the and he hit like the underside of the net there, which is hard to do. I mean, especially on your backhand. But I would know I'm going. In that in that s- sequence, he held the puck for ten full seconds. And he wasn't even contested behind the net. No, no one. I mean, granted, no one was was trying to stop him or at least it didn't seem like anyone was trying to stop him but this is why we got 10f this is why we went out and signed him to that contract i still don't like the contract but if he starts playing like this i mean he's a third line guy Mm -hmm. and he's putting up the points and he's he's playing hard he's holding on to the puck speed he's fast i love it yep it was a pretty goal. Huh. It was a very pretty goal. I was So you want to say something else about following the shot? Or is that coming oh, up? Oh, that's coming up. Okay. So um I mean the the the, the 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 guy's got heart, the guy has no fear. I mean he's not afraid to hit. He's a great grinder, baby. Yeah, I mean it's just incredible. He's going to win a lot of hockey games for us, I think. So then uh, near the end of the of the second, second. period Oh, Crosby, Simone is Crosby. Uh, Simone is Simone as well. Yeah, well, Simone, I mean, actually, Simone steps it up. And... Crosby and Simone team up to feed Gensel for the go-ahead goal. Crosby in his own, or well, in the neutral zone, he flips a pass up over Simone's shoulder. Into the offensive zone. Simone goes after it. He gets interfered with. Tripped. But even as he's falling down, he somehow gets the puck across the ice to Sid, who's broken in onto the other side of the net. Sid gets the shot, or gets the puck. He he could probably shot it and scored right shot there. Shot it? Shoot it. He could have shot it. You said he probably could have shot, yeah, shot it. it. <laughs> yes, he Englishes very well. So, uh, <laughs> grammar is my bestest subject. So, he probably could have shot it, and I think Vasilevsky thought he was going to shoot it. He didn't shoot it. He pa- skating backwards, right? All the momentum going away from his target. He still gets the pass, a hard pass to Gensel, who puts it in an open net. 2 1 Pittsburgh. Uh, just absolutely. Bonkers. Beautiful play. Oh, Beautiful play. Beautiful play. So at this point, I'm thinking that the game's over, that we're going to win. I'm thinking, okay, the Penguins are playing good D. They're playing great. It's good to see. I think that thing is going to happen, right? Psych. But then in the third period, Gabranson happened. Uh, he made, with just under 13 minutes left in the third, he makes a horrible play. He gets the puck behind his own net, and then he drops it off. I don't know if he was dropping it off for for who I don't know who it was whether it was Lafferty or who it was who was skating with him. 
if he thought he was going to take it or he was trying to pass it to his defenseman, but the puck went about three inches away from him and he's skating away from it. And the only people who are there are two Dallas Lightning players, play, players no, not Dallas, yeah. Tampa players. And to his credit, Jack Johnson came in to try to put a lick on who was that? Well, he did. Witka- oh, he did put a lick on Witkowski. But he not before he was able to make the pass to the front, and McDonough ripped it past uh, Jari and scored. And and you remember, I was watching the game with you at that point, and I said, "What I say, Gabranson has to go." Yeah, well, we both were saying that, but you said it very yeah, and, and, totally, hundred percent agree with you. And that was that was and and we're, we'll talk Foreshadow. about we'll we'll talk about the trade here in a little bit and some of the reaction that I got. But, but first, let's take a break. So Penguin Stuff today is brought to you by... Oh, no one yet. No one yet. No one. But it could be you. <laughs> could be you. It could be you. Or a friend of yours, if you know somebody. Yeah, so if you guys want to sponsor us, you can contact us at... Please use our email, not our social media. At penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com. We'd love to uh, put your product out there or your uh, services for whatever you have to do. Um, yes, we're not big yet, but if we get the sponsorship... We might be. We could... Uh, propel ourselves into the 21st century <laughs> so yeah if you are interested in sponsoring us hit us up at our email i will repeat it one more time penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com you'll be our friends for life again that is penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com now there's two s's right? penguins, penguins stuff, stuff official, official and it's all one word all one word at gmail.com and now back to the podcast it's tied at two right yeah so um, tied it to, and for some inexplicable reason. Now, normally, let me just say this: most of you who are listening to this probably watch a lot of hockey, and so you know that when the game is tied and it gets down to about five, five, four minutes left, that the refs will usually not call anything because they want the players to decide the game. In that span, the refs called two. Penalties, not one, not one, but not three. two penalties two. against Pittsburgh, and they gave this uh, very good power play two chances to win the game. Of course, on the second one, they capitalized with under a minute to go, and who was it? Uh, Victor Hedman scored, and it was it was a good shot. It was a very good shot, um, but the fact that the refs are calling these marginal penalties late in the game. It's ridiculous. Let me try that again. The fact, the fact that these refs were calling these marginal penalties near the end of the game is just ridiculous. Hockey used to be a sport where the referees did not weren't like that as much. Well, still is for the most Uh, part. For the most part, the past few years with the uh, emergence of the coaches challenge, they've become more. I don't know. They've just become more. Annoying in the fact that they call penalties. You mean like NFL refs? Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. But like, it's just annoying. And it needs to like stop. They need to pull back, take some dip off their chip, and just let the players <laughs> play their game. Well, especially that late. Play. Now, now in the playoffs, you know, I, and I think they talk about this that in the playoffs, if it's tied and it, you get down to the end of the game. It's got to be something really egregious to make the call. Yeah. And in overtime, same deal. 
But at the same time, <laughs> there's a little hint back to the the, the abs game. That slash against Dumoulin. Ah, uh, yeah, that was a complete little, BS. A little suspect, but anyway. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, so here we are. Then um, we're down. The the Penguins are down by one, with less than a minute to go. They pull their goalie. They get it. Uh, there's this big flurry in front of Vasilevsky. I at the freaking end. got about this until you're bringing it up right now. Okay, and Schultz lets one a shot go from the point. His time is running out. It goes. Goes towards the goal. The refs are calling no goal, no goal, no goal. Okay, and time's over. Uh, Vasilevsky asked, actually stopped it with his glove, which was great. Um, but the glo- but the glove, Vasilevsky's glove, was in the net. It was like over of it the all. line. So the replay showed sense. it. And 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 honestly, as I'm looking at it, and as others have looked at it, and I've I've, I've read just about everybody. I think even I think even the the uh, Steven Stamkos, who is the captain for the um, for the Tampa Bay Lightning, believes that that goal should have counted because in his post game interview he said we got away with we one. we got a break we got a good break there. Um, you you see, I mean the 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 speed that that puck was going in you know the the puck was in the back of Vasilevsky's glove and the glove like you said was at least halfway mm-hmm. half of his glove was in the net which means that puck that's not really huge compared to the glove would have been across the line more than likely they looked at it in Toronto Dan O'Rourke and Tim Peel need to be and fired. and well no 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 because this one this was Toronto okay at that point it's out of their hands. It's in Toronto, and Toronto should have seen it. And any sane official would have looked at that and said, "Yeah, that's got to be in across the line." Even though you can't see it, the puck completely with your face, with your eyes, you you saw that the puck was in the back of the glove, and that the glove was over the line. Yeah. So I mean that. So if it, anyway, I, I thought it was awful. <coughs> it was a missed call. We lose three to two. Boo, boo, boo hoo, dude. Oh, by the way, before we go to Dallas, I would like to hear what you have to say about this situation and this goal and replay and all that stuff. So if you would like to comment about it, email us at Penguins Stuff Official. At gmail.com. Or go find us on social media at, on Facebook and Instagram at Penguin Stuff Official. Yeah, just Penguins Stuff Official. That's for the Instagram and the Facebook. And the Facebook. Okay, so game three of the week happened on Saturday evening in Dallas. A beautiful Saturday evening. You know what else was beautiful about this game? That we won. It was the first game of the season for Brian Rust. Yes, my man, and he was on the second line, like you predicted earlier in the preseason. So there you go. Bukestad was also back, and Bukestad was coming off of his injury, so he was back. Oh, yes, no, continue. Okay, continue. Okay, so the Pens shut out the Stars three one. It was a tight. Because it was a a tight defensive game. I was crapping bricks after the second when went into the locker room. No, Sidney Crosby's injured. 
Yes, hit hit in the side of the head. Uh, the puck. There were, yeah, it was. We were outshot twenty two eleven at the end of the second period. Well, I got to say this. I mean, let me just say this. I was interested in this game more to see how uh, Murray would respond to giving up three goals in his last outing, um, and I and and to see him do what he did again. Again, it's the, the stars odds. who are underperforming this year, yeah. but uh, lots of hype. Through kind of like the Cleveland Browns. There you go. Um, He had some really nice saves while shutting down the stars over all three periods, and it was really good. Yep. Uh, Cahoon, Rusty, Tanev, goal scorers. Mm -hmm. Cahoon and Rust both got their first of the season. Deneb with his second empty netter of the season, third goal. It it looked like. who was it? Uh, Bob Airy said it looked like a curling stone turning. It, it was yeah. it was heading out of the net and it curved in. It was it, you see, yeah. like, that was a pretty good analogy because it's exactly what it looked like. Yeah, Cahoon, weird goal. Yes, but he got it out of Horny's offense office. Yeah, um, uh, Cahoon's goal was one where he came. Cahoon came around the back of the net and he tried to pass it. I think he was trying to pass it out to Hornquist. But it it kind of hit a defenseman, and Bishop went down for the save. It kind of flopped on the ground, but it got underneath back. him. He's on his back. Yeah, it got got underneath him. Oh, and oh no! What happened? Open. Bishop went out behind his net to play it. He passed oh, it. It got stopped right. by the defense. Right. He had a he like fell backwards, and he was just trying to save it. It squeezed out from underneath him, and Cahoon just <laughs> kind of looked like he in. pooped it out. Didn't yeah, it? he gave birth to the puck, and. Whoosh, and it went so um, first goal first goal 729 in the third period it gave the Penguins a 1-0 lead yes Rusty's was nicer than Cahoon's in all actuality yeah but it was it was and that and that goal was also uh, John Moreno's first yep. point of his career so congratulations to him uh, but a nice face-off win by Patrick Hornquist on that, and then and then Marino shot it from point. Rusty so wait, took did it. Did Duke's dad get kicked out of the face-off circle? Must have, mm-hmm. must have. But um, yeah, Rush came around and on yeah. the wraparound and scored it. It was a beauty. It was tight. It was a tight. I mean, Bishop yeah. was there. It actually went off the defenseman's skate. Oh, sweet! Always love it. It, when it went he... off Klingberg's. Skate into yeah. the. If I can reminisce, reminisce for just a minute, since I'm the older person, I, Mario Lemieux used to love to try to bounce it off a of goalie's butts and and in the in the goal. Crosby does that some. Crosby too. does that some too, and it's it's fun to watch to to see really good players who can do that kind of stuff, and it's it's really is kind of embarrassing for a goalie to let something like that go. But Murray, it happens. <coughs> well, I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm not hating on Murray. I love someone Murray. wasn't shooting at his back though. He just kind of. Let that go oh. up in here and plopped right down on his back and in. Alrighty, we Awful. take the win. Yeah, and then Tan- like and Tanev got his. I his think what really sparked ours because we came out of the gate in the third. We did wicked. We we spent up until uh, Rusty's goal because that one came in like halfway through. We spent I think eight minutes in the offensive zone. During out of the ten minutes of the first, first half, half of the this, third, yeah, we spent like eight minutes in the offensive zone. About. Eight seven minutes. We spent a majority of the time in there. Yeah. They could not clear. Yeah, 
I mean, they did clear like sometimes, but we kept got the puck back and went right back, yeah. and they couldn't they couldn't get it into our offensive zone, which was nice. A tenacious performance, indeed. So, oh, we didn't we didn't say the player of the game of the Lightning game had to be Tristan Jari. Oh yeah, he kept us in the yeah freaky freaky stick save yep. there. Yep. Uh, a couple where he blocked it, they couldn't get the rebound, so he was like flawing. It looked like flower, vintage yeah, flower. It did kind of. Remind me of And Florida. player of the game for the Stars, Matt Murray. Matt Murray. Matt Murray. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Um, also, in the, in, the, in the Lightning game, uh, Tristan Jari, highest number of saves in a game for him. So that's a, a record for him. 41, I think him. it was, or something like that. Some, 41 or 43 or something like that. Yeah, I th- yeah, something like that. So anyway, um, what was I going to say? Oh, speaking of Flower... And this isn't really penguins related, but we Jared love Flower, don't we? God. He got his. He passed Terry Sawchuk on the list of all-time winners. So four hundred and sixty-six, I think it is. Okay. So I, I like Flower. Congratulations, Flower. Okay. Okay. That, I'm, I'm done. I love I'm him. Done. I'm done. But just let him die in Vegas. <laughs> All right. All right. He's not a penguin anymore. He's wonderful. He gave us two, three cups. Yep. Pretty much. He helped us with yes. three cups, yeah, for sure. He got us one as our starter, but he is gone. He <laughs> is. Let him go. He, he is. I hate going through like Penguin fan pages and stuff on Facebook. Yeah, I know. You and do. they share flower highlights. I'm like, yes, he was great. It's been three years. Let it go. You don't keep going back to your ex. Well, maybe you do. Unless she's hot. You don't keep scrolling through no, her Instagram three years kidding. after you break up with her. Let's. If you do, you have a problem, yeah. right? Yeah. So okay, that I promise. Speaking of goalies, uh, unless it's unless it's uh, unless it's something, Sorry. hang on, unless it's something absolutely incredible, I will not mention flower. You know, you know what? Trade back to Pittsburgh would be <laughs> no Jack Johnson so. for Mark Andre Fleury. I think that's a fair trade. That is a, the fairest trade of them all. Okay. Anyway, speaking of goalies, back to goalies. You were going to say something about the goalies. I was watching the Lightning game. Yes. And I was talking to you about my theory about why DeSmith got moved to Wilkes-Barre. I mean, he cleared waivers, so we got him, kept him, but kept brought Jari up because I think in the mind of whoever is in charge of who goes where and who starts and whatever, Sullivan and Jim Rutherford, Rutherford that they are looking for a long-term goaltender and they know Murray is more than likely probably not a long term in Pittsburgh and they have Jari okay both are about on the equal level of skill level in my opinion between, from looking between, between Jari sm- and Murray okay they are testing them out to see who can be that long term option hmm. Murray or Jari in my opinion I would like to see Jari play more games than he has been Maybe go 50-50 on the season with him and Murray switching out, even if it's not back-to-back. Which will happen because we have lots of 14, I think, back-to-backs yeah. left. So, they're testing him out. I think, come trade deadline, one of them will probably go. You're probably not wrong. And I wouldn't mind seeing a package goalie, Murray or Jari, with Jack Johnson, and maybe a forward for maybe... Little return, maybe a couple, three, four prospects or some draft picks for this year in exchange for them. Because, I mean, we have depth already. 
We have plenty of depth. My my picture perfect trade would be Johnson Murray. Because and don't get me wrong, I love Murray, and if he stays in Pittsburgh, I'm all for it. But Jari's I don't know if he's younger. I think he is. And I just like his playing style more than Murray. Murray makes me scared every time. They have an odd man rush or a breakaway. Jari, I'm like, okay, he's got this. It's weird. Hmm. It's just deep down in my soul. <laughs> I have it. I trust me, I was a goaltender. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but I have a package. Murray, Johnson, and Aston Reese. Okay. Going somewhere. For draft picks, I'd be fine with that. Cheetos. Or, you know, young players. Maybe even one star player. Star defenseman, maybe. Sharks are maybe looking for a backup goalie. Sharks may be looking for a new goalie. I don't know. Get Carlson? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, there is that prosp- you, that there is that opportunity. You pose an interesting uh, scenario there, and it'll be interesting to see. I mean, it's it's one of those things where you know guys like us who who talk about it and and put our opinions out there. We you know we'll say stuff like this, and then if it 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 always it always makes me laugh that you know guys on the radio will will say one thing and then if it happens they go oh I will look at it. I'm, I was right I was right and then if it doesn't happen you don't hear a word about it no. but we'll see i mean um you know jim rutherford uh pulled the trigger on the gabranson trade which was and and it, okay so in my opinion trade. in my opinion i think gabranson had to go there were a lot yes. of people who in uh, in the twitter sphere and instagram sphere and facebook sphere who told me I was stupid for saying what oh, I yeah. said? Um, but the point of it is, you know, if if you look at the last over the last three games that Gabranson has played in, and again, he's been a scratch for for several games already this there year. There was a time where I was pissed about that because I thought he was better than Johnson. Right, right. I but Johnson that. has been looking decent. Yes, I'm not going to say good because it's not. He's he's, he's looking better. Decent. He's better. looking better than he did at the Him end of Simone last season. Had some off season. I don't know some, some magic mental juice. mental exercises or something. Or I don't know, but Gabranson, Gabranson to to me in the games that I've watched him play, have has just made had made some stupid decisions, and it wasn't getting any better. So personally, and when you're a veteran like that, you expect more, right? So to to see him go, even for someone, and and I called the guy a kid he's not a kid he's 29 years old so he's he's the career uh, minor leaguer but who knows what could happen once he gets under the umbrella of the penguins organization and, and maybe he does some good things for our team but the but the point is we're heavy on defensemen we can let gabrantz go and i understand he was making a lot of money and you know re- releasing him to another team lowers our salary cap hit i get that I understand, but I to to say that it was solely a salary cap trade, I think you're fooling yourself because Gabranson, as as good as he was in uh, in in Vancouver, he hasn't been the same player in Pittsburgh. No, nope. and that's that's all I'm saying. And and personally, I I don't know the man. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I'm glad he's gone. Yep, 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 yep. So here's here's a here's a follow up question then. Do you well, think, thought, yeah, no, continue. Do you think Jim Rutherford's done making moves? No. Do you think there's going to be a few more moves here in yes, the next I few do. weeks? I do. Yeah, I think so too. I think I think we're going to try sense. and bolster up, 
you know some of that depth at at uh... I I don't think we need depth. I think we've got plenty. But making roster moves for draft picks and salary cap for salary cap, we need a few more thousand dollars, million dollars, or whatever. Yeah, gone. But we have the depth, in my opinion. We I have agree. the young guys, and we need to make room for them. So trade some of these guys like Bukestad, Aston Reese, who aren't. They don't look good on the ice. Well, I mean, I don't know about Bukestad, but Aston Reese is one that I've been watching, and he's not playing as well as he used to. Like at the beginning of last year, he was flying. He was doing good, doing well, but. Now he just seems like he's not playing well. I mean, I know he. I don't think he's scored yet. That could be part of it. But I still think get rid of him and just you know make room for the young guys who want the position, who do well, like Lafferty and I think Adam Johnson's still playing. And there's another guy, uh, Blaine DC, I think is still up. And because I read that this morning, Monday morning, uh, Malkin was skating, Dumoulin and uh, Galchenyuk were both at practice skating with the team. I don't think Malkin was skating with the team, but he was he was skating with a, I think he was in a no contact jersey. But anyway, he still, you know, I still think we need to make room for the young guys and if that's just scratching some of the like Bukestad and uh, not Galchin because I haven't seen Bukestad and Cahoon mm-hmm. who I haven't seen much from I, mean, I think Bukestad was injured in the same game that Malkin was so he only had two games and then he was there last <clears throat> game against Dallas okay so, so no he's not done making moves in my opinion I'm, I'm looking I'm looking at the injury report um, Dumoulin uh, has been listed as out for the next two games, according to Mike Sullivan. Who? Dumo. Dumo. So okay. he is he is out. Um, Galchenyuk has been placed on long-term injured reserve now. So I don't know what that means exactly, except that um, that means he's going to be out for a little longer than probably we anticipated. And of course, Malkin's out, still on long-term injured reserve. So, we'll see. All I know is that at practice, there was a tweet uh, by Taylor Hayes. I don't know if he's... But the top power play at practice was Schultz, Hornquist, Crosby, Gensel, and Galchenyuk. Oh. So, he was playing with the team. Okay. Well, um, maybe this information that I have is wrong. So, if it is... Great. That's great. Not to correct you, but... That's what I read. Okay. And we all know I'm smarter than you, so. Yeah. Well, that's that's kind of what I was thinking, too. Yeah. All right. So, um, should we do predictions for the coming week? Uh, all right. Do you have anything else to talk about? Uh, no, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm good. So, predictions this week. So, we have Philly. Um, do you want to start? Or you want me to? Start? Well, I I'll won. Let, I'll let you start. I no. no I, I, I won the week, so you I get to I get the choice. So I will go second. So you go first. All three of them, or just this first? Yeah, one? Well, the first one. Then I'll start the second one. Then you do the third one. Okay, bet. Uh, I say 
Pittsburgh wins this. Two nothing. Two one. Two one. Uh three two. Three two. Three two's the score. Okay. Um I actually looked at this game and as I was thinking about it, I the fact that it's a home game, um, to me kind of pushes things in in Pittsburgh's favor. But it's usually uh, Pittsburgh and Philly is usually a hard fought, rough and tumble, might be a couple of fights type of game. Crosby probably get injured. Tanger will probably get injured. Uh, I think four two pens. Four two. Yes, that's that's I'm going okay. with the pens as well. So I'll I'll start with Edmonton. Okay. Um, I think that this game is going to be very close. I think the Oilers. I think that I think Crosby will. I think Crosby will have an uh, uh, one of his awe-inspiring games. Well, he's got to prove he's still the best man. Yep, and I and I think um, I think the final score is going to be three-two Pens in OT with Crosby getting the game winner. Of course he did. <clears throat> well, see, my reasoning for this, and I'm not just copying you, okay? Okay. I think the Pens are going to win. Okay. But the reason is, I'm looking at their schedule, and the two teams, three teams they've lost to, Chicago, Minnesota, and Winnipeg. Chicago. We haven't played Chicago. Not Pittsburgh. Oh, I'm Edmonton. sorry. Edmonton. Edmonton has lost to Minnesota, Chicago, Chicago and Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Chicago has only won two or three games. Okay. Okay? That... From a team like Edmonton, who has been playing extremely well. I mean, I guess they haven't really played any big level threat games. Oh, excuse me. They've also lost to Florida. Okay. Still a good team. Still a decent team. Decent team. Right. Yeah. I say Pittsburgh wins. 42. 42. And not because... Any reason? I just think Edmonton will come in thinking they can beat Pittsburgh because I mean they've beat Washington, they beat Philly, they beat L.A. Ooh, but yeah, they, they beat New York, who's playing extremely well. The Islanders—they've won seven, oh. I think, straight or something like that. Okay. And they've also beat the Rangers, but they're the Rangers. But the thing is, yeah, there's no reason to explain it any more than. Pittsburgh okay. Wins. At Boston, Monday, the 4th. Pittsburgh loses 3-1. I mean, it's Boston. We have never played extremely well against Boston. Unless we get some injured players back by then. Bolster our line. Boston's going to win. I also have the Bruins winning 4-2. So we got the same goal differential, just different score. So we'll see. Um, I, I think so. There is no way you are gaining any ground on me, and there's no way you're gaining any ground on me. No, I'm, and I'm fine with that. Right. Well, unless, unless we get unless we get the scores, so scores right, right, because right. our scores are not the same. But right. I'm just saying that we're, we're probably going to end the same differential away from each other. So, and also uh, we were mentioning our records there uh, at the end or at the beginning earlier yeah. uh, in our podcast. And for some of you, you may have done some quick totals and realized that we're behind two games. We did not make predictions on the first two games of the season. Because we did not do a podcast before 
those games happened. Right. So that's why. So the Buffalo game, the Columbus game, we did not predict. So that's Although why I we're probably, two games behind. I probably would have predicted us winning both of those. I probably would have too. So I mean, we just add two points. So so we're just going to add that to our, yeah, just to our record to our here? Record. So, so one win and one loss to One each. win and one okay. loss each. All right. I mean, it's... That, no, that's that's yeah. fair. I, I mean... Because I would have definitely guessed we beat Buffalo. And I definitely would have guessed we beat Columbus because it's... Actually, I might have... No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Andrew would have guessed that Columbus would have beat us. Probably, but you know... So that gives me an extra... Just kidding. Chill out, <laughs> buddy. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm eight and four now, and uh, you are six, six and one. Yep. Now. So sixteen points, thirteen points. That's good. Uh, that's a good tight ma- match. That's good. This week was good for me. I can just guys say this week was good for me. Not so much for you. To recap our predictions for the upcoming week. Andrew says that the Pens will beat the Philadelphia Flyers 3-2, that they will beat the Edmonton Oilers 4-2, and lose to the Boston Bruins 3-1. I believe that the Penguins will beat Philly 4-2, that the Penguins will beat the Oilers 3-2 in overtime, with Crosby winning, getting the overtime goal, and that the Bruins will beat the Penguins 4-2. So, we'll see how that goes. Um... If you have something that you want us to talk about on our podcast, and if you're still listening, thank you for one thing, for continuing to listen. Yes. But if you have anything else that you would like for us to talk uh, about, then uh, please feel free to send us an email at penguinsstuffofficial at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at penguinsstuffofficial. And we will look forward to hearing from you. We will respond to every email that we get somehow, some way, and uh, every comment we will like and share on Facebook. Yes, we will. And Instagram. So, cool. Thank you for listening. Let's go, Pens. Another great week of hockey coming up, and we will see you again next Tuesday. Yep. See ya. Bye. Hopefully they don't disappoint like they did last week. <laughs>